You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 86, Routines and Quarantines. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to episode 86. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'm so happy that you found it. This podcast is all about helping moms feel calm, confident, and in control. I am recording this on March 28th, 2020. And no matter where you live, no matter where you're listening to this, we are all dealing with the reality of the coronavirus. And now more than ever, we need moms that are calm, confident, and in control. Last week, the number of confirmed cases in the United States surpassed China and Italy. So I want to urge you to take this seriously and follow all the recommendations to practice social distancing and to shelter in place. Now, taking this seriously doesn't mean you need to be in a panic. It doesn't mean you need to feel overwhelmed and stressed out. It just means that you do your part to get this virus under control. And the fastest way to do that is to contain it and prevent the spread of it any further by staying home. Now, for some of you, staying at home doesn't change your routine much at all. You're used to staying at home, and so it's no big deal. For others of you, it may feel like a luxury to be home all day with the kids. Or it may feel like pure torture. So wherever you fall on the spectrum, and there's no right or wrong, let's just pause to reflect on the fact that staying at home doesn't cause your feeling. Otherwise, everyone listening to this would feel the same way about it, right? But because you each have different thoughts about staying at home, you each have different emotions. And even though I'm going to give you my top seven things to consider when creating your quarantine routine... What you do during this time isn't as important as what you think during this time. The way you choose to think about everything is your starting point, and your thoughts will determine how you feel and what you ultimately do. So I want to take a look at some of the most common, unuseful thoughts I've been hearing from my clients and friends about the quarantine. You might have them too, so I want to discuss how they might be impacting you. The first thought is really sneaky because it sounds like a fact, but so many people are thinking it. Are you ready? Here it is. I'm stuck at home with the kids. It sounds true, doesn't it? But it's not true at all. You aren't stuck. You can leave anytime you want. You know that, right? You can just get up and leave. Now, how do you feel when you think I'm stuck at home with the kids? People have told me they feel trapped, victimized, resentful, and angry. And when you feel that way, how do you show up as a mom or as a wife? I'm guessing not so good. So tell yourself the truth, which is you're choosing to stay home with your kids. And ask yourself why. Why are you choosing to be at home with them right now? Maybe because you want to protect them. Maybe because you want to stay safe as a family. So ask yourself and get to know why you are choosing to be at home. You're not stuck. The next one, which is kind of along the same lines, is 
I have to do it all. Once again, this thought probably isn't serving you. The truth is, you're an adult. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to cook or clean or help the kids with schoolwork or any of it. Find out why you do want to do it and focus on that instead. I want to cook because I want my family to be healthy and eat healthy meals. I want to help the kids with schoolwork because it's important to me that they continue to learn during this time. I want to clean because I like a clean house. Or maybe you want to clean the house because you don't want to deal with getting into an argument with your spouse if you don't. That's still a reason you do want to clean. So be honest with yourself. Thinking you have to do it all is a lie and makes you feel terrible. Thinking you want to do something that you're doing is the truth. It feels better because it means you are in control and not a victim of your circumstances. The third thought is some version of things should be different than they are. The kids should be in school. I should be on vacation. My parents should be taking things more seriously. My husband shouldn't be so panicked. Whenever you think things should be different than they are, you're going to suffer. The situation we're in and everything about it is exactly the way it's supposed to be. How do we know? Because it's the way it is. You simply can't win an argument against reality. The fourth thought I'm hearing a lot is a version of, I'm doing it wrong, or I'm not doing enough, I should be doing more. And I'm hearing this in relation to knowing how to structure time with the kids and knowing how much is too much screen time, how much learning should they be, how much time should I be spending with them versus letting them be independent. And what I want to offer you is that there is no right or wrong decision. Go back and listen to episode 25. I'll link to it in the show notes. There are no wrong decisions. You get to decide what's right for you and your family and then have your own back. Even when grandma disagrees, even when the neighbors are doing it a different way, you get to choose how you want to think, feel, and act in every situation. Having said that, I'm going to offer you some of my thoughts on creating a routine, and you can take them or leave them. These are just some thoughts of mine based on my own experiences as a mom and as someone who works with kids and moms on a daily basis. It doesn't mean it's right for you, okay? So our brains love routines and structure. They love predictability. We feel safer when things are easy and familiar and comfortable and we know what to expect. That's why so many people are having a hard time right now because this is all unfamiliar territory and we have no context for what to expect next. When I think about routines for me, my kids, my clients, I always start with sleep. I start with How much sleep do I need to be at my best? And then I go from there. For example, if I know that I need eight hours of sleep to function at my very best, and I want to wake up an hour before my kids so that I can have some alone time in the morning, I just need to figure out the math. I'll need to wake up at 6.30 and be asleep by 10.30, so I want to be in my bed by 10. Then I figure out the same for the kids. My kids are 10 and 14, so they need about 10 hours of sleep, give or take. Dahlia needs a little bit more, and Marissa needs a little less. So Dahlia's usually in bed at 8, and Marissa at 9. If you have kids that take naps, you'll want to factor those in too, and structure those into your schedule. Once you have those times figured out, you need to also include the routines around sleep. 
reading stories, taking baths, brushing teeth. How long does all of that take and factor it into the schedule? The next thing I like to plan are mealtimes. I really like to have regular family mealtimes as opposed to letting my kids graze or snack all throughout the day. And the benefits of eating together as a family have been scientifically proven again and again, from better academic performance and better family relationships to lower rates of obesity and depression. Making time for family mealtimes can be a great part of your routine anytime, and especially now. The next category is work and study time, because whether you're working in your own business, working for someone else from home, or working full-time as a mama, you can schedule in the hours that you're working and the school and study time for the kids. I also want to recommend that you get dressed for work every weekday and take a shower or put on makeup if you normally do that. You'll feel so much better. And when you feel better, you do better. Kids too will learn and behave better when they're dressed in regular clothes and not hanging around in their pajamas all day. When you schedule time for you and your kids to get work done, have realistic expectations. You may not get as much done in a day as you're used to. Your kids are likely to disturb you when you're on the phone or on a video call. Give everyone some slack. Also, you don't need to suddenly become a seventh grade literacy teacher or a first grade science teacher now. Trust that your kids are going to get the exact amount of education that they need. And whether that looks like the education his friends are getting or not, it's all okay. Again, when you think that you should be doing more or less than you are, or that your kids should be having a different experience than they are, you are going to suffer. This school year was always going to happen this way. We just didn't know it. In these times of distance learning and, quote, homeschooling our kids, I've heard some moms say they're concerned that their kids aren't learning anything right now, that they're falling behind. But the way that I look at it, kids are learning from everything they're experiencing right now. They're learning more about technology and all the amazing things we can do because of it. This is an opportunity for them to learn how to process emotions like frustration, disappointment, and boredom. You can help them learn problem-solving strategies to deal with sibling rivalry, or perhaps they can learn some life skills like cooking, cleaning, and organizing. It may not look like the textbook version of an education, but I guarantee your kids are learning a great deal right now. So there are four other areas I'm suggesting you plan for while creating your routine, but they're not in any particular order necessarily. They are outdoors slash exercise, household responsibilities, together time, and alone time. Being at home all day, every day, it's very easy to just stay inside and sit or lie down. I'm guilty of this for sure. And I've started to notice the effects of just feeling sluggish and tired and stiff. So I've been making more of an effort to get up, stretch, move around, go outside and ride my bike or just take a walk. Physical activity and getting fresh air is so important for adults and kids alike. Depending on where you live, take advantage of being outside while you can. Household responsibilities is pretty self-explanatory, but I recommend they're part of your schedule. Decide ahead of time when you'll do the laundry, when you'll do the shopping, pay the bills, and so on. The more you can decide ahead of time, the fewer decisions you'll need to make in the moment that could cause you to feel overwhelmed and get reactive. Together time and alone time. 
both are necessary for you and your kids. A while back, I did a series of episodes about your child's three core emotional needs. I'll link to them in the show notes so you can go back and listen. The three core emotional needs that all humans share are connection, control, and competence. The together time can help meet your need and your kids' needs for connection, and alone time can help meet your needs for control or independence and competence. So decide that every day, maybe it's once a day or several times throughout the day, you'll take time to connect with each member of your family. You can play a game, watch a movie, take the dog for a walk together, or just have a conversation. It doesn't need to be a major event. But listen up, because what I'm about to say is really important. Regardless of what you do together, your thoughts about each other are going to ultimately determine whether or not you feel connected. For example, if you're with your child, but the entire time you're thinking thoughts that cause you to feel annoyed you're not going to show up as the mom you most want to be. And then you'll create disconnection from your child. So before you ever even come together for together time, check in with yourself and choose thoughts that create feelings of love and connection. From those feelings, you'll be able to enjoy your time more and bring about the result you want. Kids and teens need time to connect with their friends now too, so allow time for them to FaceTime, email, or call each other too. You also want to schedule some alone time so everyone gets to have some personal time to read or journal, exercise, listen to a podcast, play a video game, or call a friend. As the mom, you get to decide on the parameters, but giving everyone some personal space even the little ones, will help everyone recharge and appreciate your togetherness even more. You can carve out that time for yourself in the morning like I do before anyone even wakes up. So those are my ideas for seven areas of your quarantine routine. Sleep, meals, work and study time, outdoors slash exercise, household responsibilities, together time, and alone time. I hope that's helpful. Listen, there's no right way to do it. So play around with it, have fun, add your own things to the list. And not every second of the day needs to be scheduled. These are just some guidelines to help you give your days some structure. Remember that the goal of having a routine is to provide a sense of stability and predictability to your day so that you and your kids can feel more calm, confident, and in control right now. As always, if you want more support for your specific situation, sign up for your free mini session with me. It will be the best investment you can make with your time right now. I promise you that. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini to sign up now. And I'll talk with you next week. Bye, mama. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.